0: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on
1: Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, Bull Ray and I talk about your new NXT North American champion, that's right, Carmelo Hayes joins us right here for a first time ever on Busted Open. And return guest, newly to Impact Wrestling, you're going to see them at Bound for Glory, the inspiration, that's right, Jessica McKay, Cassie Lee right now on the Busted Open podcast. Your new North American champion, Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo, good morning to you.
0: Good morning, guys.
1: Been a been a pretty crazy couple of weeks for you, huh?
0: Absolutely,
2: Carmelo. You're the new North American champion. Things are happening real fast for you in NXT 2.0. What? Is, how are you feeling right now? Uh, the, the weight, a lot of weight on your shoulders right now. Or are you taking this in stride?
0: You know, I'm taking it in stride, but this is something that I feel like I've been prepared for. You know, when I came, when I signed to WWE. I kind of, you know, I had the mindset of, you know, whatever comes, I'm going to take the most. I'm going to make the most of it and take it. Um, you know, I had a conversation early on with Sean about how I wanted, you know, to be a top guy eventually. And he pretty much was like, all right, we'll give you the ball. And if you can, you can run with it, then, you know, we'll get you where we need to get you.
1: You know, Carmelo. You talk, you talk
2: and it- about being a top guy. What is being a top guy? In the in NXT and the WWE mean to you?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I feel like it means you can do everything. You know, I feel like it means you can you can cut a promo. I feel like it means you, your work rate is high. Uh, I feel like it means you're a leader. And you know, I came in and I wanted to be a leader. I uh, didn't want to you know just be a regular guy, just happy to be here. You know, I wanted to be great.
1: You know, Carmelo Tuesday nights NXT USA. Uh, you're kind of the face one of the faces of that show now a lot of new young talent on that show um talk about being a part of it and talk about how the fans have embraced you you know very early on i mean just just talk about this journey with NXT
0: um yeah i mean when i first came in we weren't really sure if i was going to be you know babyface or a heel it was more or less hey you know go out and see how they react to you uh in the match with kushida and i think it took a little while, you know. I think after the Adam Cole match, I think people started to get a little bit more respect for me. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely after the NXT Breakout Tournament, you know, I felt like I felt like I earned the respect of the crowd at that point. Um, you know, I really didn't play too much of a babyface of to a baby face heel per se. I just kind of went out and just tried to be myself, um, and I felt like that was something that resonated with the people. Uh, you know, I, I hope that that's why you know they got behind me. But it's been it's been pretty wild, man. Like I said earlier. You know, they gave me the ball, and and I've just been trying to run it and trying to make plays uh, every opportunity that I got.
2: Carmelo, you just said something that was really interesting. You said you, when talking to Sean, you told him you didn't want to be a regular guy. What does it take in the world of NXT right now, guy at, your, at the stage of the game that you're in, to not be a regular guy? What do you remind yourself of every time you go out there? How do you stand out? What's unique and special about Carmelo Hayes?
0: Yeah, um, so the the conversation happened where, you know, I had explained to him, this is back in June around the 205 live, you know, a lot of things were going on with 205 live and, and, and I really didn't want to be a 205 live guy, especially being smaller, just because I, you know, I saw more for myself, not saying that anything is wrong with 205 live, but I just didn't want to get pitched into that category. Um, so I spoke up and, and I truly believe that, you know, you speak up, like closed mouths don't get fed. So I spoke up the first opportunity I had, I said, Sean, I, I see myself, you know, becoming a top guy, like help me take me there. And I think that that was what gave him the OK, like this kid's a little different. Um, and then on top of that, you know, my mindset is that every time I go out, it's WrestleMania, you know, no matter what. So, it, you know, I, I'm i not just happy to be here. Uh, like I, I really, truly, truly want to be great. And so that, you know, through my work, through my actions, through my attitude, uh, my training here at the PC, in the gym, you know, I, I'm just working harder. I just want to work harder than everybody else. And I think it's showing.
2: You just, you said you don't want to be one of those guys who's like, I'm just happy to be here. And I, I started to smile. Does that kind of a, for lack of a better word, does it make you sick when you hear people who just take that stance? Oh, I'm just happy to be here.
0: I mean, yeah, I'm happy to be here, but like, I'm here to be great. You know what I mean? I'm, I know it's just like, you know, I'm here to make money. I'm here to make the company money. I'm here to be great. You know, I'm here to, I'm here to be a top guy. Like I said, and, and I think that that, Attitude is what got me. You know what I mean? I truly believe that.
1: And am it's I confident? Sh- and it's such a short time, Carmelo, because you just signed with the WWE. What? The January, February of this sh- of this year. Like, you know, you just come on the scene and then you're accepting that open challenge by Kushida in, in June. Like four months after signing, you're there on TV Um, And then you're having, you're in the ring then a week later with, with, you know, Adam Cole, like that's, that's a lot in just a four month period. But you think it's really because of that drive and the attitude that you have to always be better that puts you in that position.
0: Yeah. and, And bully, you can probably back me up on this one. Everything is a test. You know, I feel like that Kushida match was a test. You know, I feel like the Adam Cole deal was a test. You know, throughout all the NXT breakout tournament, if you look at the guys that I had to beat, these were all guys two times, three times my size, it was a test, you know, so it, there really nothing's written in stone. So, you know, I could have failed on the first night and I, we wouldn't be here talking right now. So, you know, I think it just came down to each test, little by little by little.
2: Uh, you're a thousand percent correct Uh, the tests that we endured 20 years ago are a lot different than the tests that you endure today but at the end of the day yes everything is a test and most of the time the test is to see how you will respond and react not necessarily in the ring but the face that you wear all day long like if you find out that you're gonna lose in one minute in the main event How did Carmelo take it? How did he deal with it? What did his face tell us? What did the tone in his voice tell us? So, yes, everything is a test. I agree with you. Um, NXT has gone through a a, a huge uh, change in the past, you know, month or so. Uh, Tell me some of the positives that you you are noticing about NXT 2.0.
0: A lot of the guys that are working hard here are getting opportunities. You know, there's been so many guys that, you know, over, over the years that I've heard, it took them a year, two years to get on TV. And um, now there's guys that are here, you know, like four, four or five weeks and that are getting on TV. Um, and it's really a sink or swim. And I think that that's the best way, at least for me, that's how, that's pretty much what happened to me. Like, hey, go out and swim. And I think that that's how guys are going to get good, you know, and get and get those opportunities. So I'd say probably just getting opportunities for, for everyone that's you know on the roster at this point
1: you win the breakout tournament which gives you an opportunity you took advantage of that opportunity just last week to win the North American championship talk about that moment for you on TV in front of that audience to have that opportunity and succeed
0: um it came quick you know it really did come quick like it wasn't something that i was you know expecting to happen right away uh, even even the breakout tournament came really a lot of this stuff came really quick so i mean i just wanted to just so that I'm ready for whatever. That was my mindset. Like you said, bully, like, you know, wear it on my face. Like you tell me, you know, you tell me to play, I'll run, I'll run the route. Just something you need me to do. Um, You know, we needed to get to the North American championship. So, you know, to me it was like, all right, just do what you need to do and and get there. So, I mean, it was just a crazy feeling, man, this whole ride. My biggest thing is I've been trying to just live in the moment because like this is going so freaking quick. So I don't ever want to overlook these moments and you know things that i'm experiencing right now so that's the biggest thing that i can say is that i was making sure i was present in that moment when i won that title and um there's a moment where i looked at the title and i just remember just all the hard work and and you know all the all the time it took me just to get to wwe itself um and then how much that meant to me so i really just lived in that very moment right
2: carmelo i'm sure you can do both but if they come to you and say they have a particular story in mind for you, would you rather tell that story on the microphone, or would you rather tell that story in the ring?
0: That's a good question. Before I got here, I'd say let's let's do it in the ring. I want to I want to do mo- I'll do it through my moves and da 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 da. But now that I'm here, I realize you can get so much more out of not. Listen, but I know you're gonna respect this. I'm realizing now that the wrestling. Of- <laughs> It doesn't matter as much. It truly (laughs) matters as much, and they don't tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Bravo, young man! Bravo, (laughs) dude. They don't tell you that until you get here. You realize like that you can get so much more out of doing a one live promo than than three matches where you go freaking 15 minutes and do all your high spots. So. I really retrained my brain since I got here, you know. So, yeah, 100%. I'd rather do it on the mic. I'd rather talk for a whole month and not defend the championship and then have that one banger of a match with with somebody worthy.
1: Bully, uh, you know, we're talking to Carmelo Hayes, your North American champion. You can see him each and every Tuesday night on NXT on the USA cable network. Bully, Carmelo is a young man in his 20s. Uh, has been with the WWE for eight months, it's almost like we're talking to, you know, a grizzled veteran. I mean, the maturity that he, I mean, is it just me or are you seeing a lot of maturity for somebody from such a young age? I
2: don't smile and clap for guys as much as I just did for Carmelo's answer because when veterans were teaching me and when, uh, as, as me as a veteran teaching young guys, these are the things that we're hoping for that guys break through and learn this at a, at a young age, most guys and gals are going to suffer the same hurdles and pitfalls as anybody else. We're going to go out there. We want to do a million moves, blah, blah, blah. But then all of a sudden, one day the light goes off and you realize, whoa, I can do so much less in the ring. If I d- told the story on the mic better, Carmel, Carmelo, how old are you?
0: 27.
2: He's giving an answer at 27 that most guys and gals give at 40 when it finally goes off. He's learning, but I'm not shocked because if you're learning from a Shawn Michaels and a Triple H and a, and a Matt Bloom and a, and a Terry Taylor, you have all of those that great veteran talent, great veteran minds who are going to help you at this young age learn. And if you grasp this
1: now, greatness
2: might just be around the corner.
1: Yeah, and he's nodding. And and it's not just his respect for the business, obviously, but also to bully the maturity that Carmelo is showing by enjoying each and every moment. One thing that struck me, Carmelo, is the fact that like, yeah, you've done a lot in an eighth month period. You've done a lot in a four month period but that you're taking every moment and taking in every moment. Is that did somebody share that with you or did you realize hey, if I'm getting these opportunities, I'm going to make sure I live in the moment.
0: This is exactly it. No, I I just realized it's special. Like I know not everybody has this journey. That's why it's like I'm gonna take every moment in because this isn't you know, not everyone has the same exact journey that I had to be this lucky to be able to do what I've been able to do in four months. So I just I was able to tell myself that early on, but I think around the Adam Cole match, I was like, okay, this is cool. This is the top guy here. Like I'm getting the opportunity. There's guys in the locker room that have been here for years that would love to get in the ring with Adam Cole, that didn't get an opportunity to do that. So, you know, right away I was like, No, I'm here, I'm present. And William Regal did actually tell me early on to to live in the moment so i give william regal credit for that too because he did tell me that at one point yeah uh
2: my bad for leaving uh regal's name out of that list of names i just rattled off because talk about a guy that you can learn from william regal is one of the best carmelo um the words that come out of your mouth and flow into that microphone um coming out of your brain or coming off a piece of paper
0: uh so they give us you know they probably give, they give us bullet points um but i I'm big on trying to say stuff that I would truly say, like, who you know, what would I say? So a lot of the stuff that I, that you hear is, is hundred percent for me with their direction.
2: Do, do, do you find that a lot of your ideas get shot down or do you find that most of your ideas get, get pushed through?
0: You know, I've been lucky enough to where they've trusted me um, to kind of say what I want. I mean, that's really the direction they're going now, truly they they're trusting guys they're giving guy, especially down here in nxc uh 2.0 they're trusting guys to kind of say what we would say um because you obviously know with the you know we're trying to reach a different demographic now so you know they can't really tell us you know sean has said to me straight up word for word i don't know what cool is so i trust you to tell me what cool is um and that's the biggest thing that you know i've been able to take away from that is okay like trust me i told him straight up i said trust me like i'll do my best and and i'll make sure that you know i'll do my part to try and reach that demographic
2: you just mentioned uh trying to reach another a different target demographic is this an edict that came down from the top were you actually told this as an nxt performer hey we're looking to hit the 18 to 49 or is this just something that is speculation amongst the locker room
0: Uh, No, it was sold. like, hey, you know, this is we're reaching we're trying to reach a new audience here. Like this is a fresher, younger, brighter, you know, uh, and everybody knows that now seeing, you know, what we're watching now, like a lot more focus on characters, less on wrestling and, you know, and that's perfect for somebody like me. You know, that's what I want to do. You know, I want to if I can be the leader of that and the forefront of that, like put me in coach like I want to try and, you know, help get that.
1: Uh, Carmella, I got to tell you, uh, I'm impressed, impressed with your work that we've been seeing in the ring on NXT each and every Tuesday on USA. But I got to tell you, Carmella, I, I I don't I don't mean to speak for you, Bully, but it's very few opportunities that we've spoken to young talent here on Busted Open has impressed me as much as Carmella has in this interview. Uh, as, As great as you're doing right now, and you're the North American champion, one of the faces of NXT, based on this interview, Bully, I expect really big things from Carmelo and judging from your character from this interview, I think you're almost relishing those opportunities. So congratulations on what you've been able to do so far and congratulations on the future, my friend, cause you deserve it.
0: Thank you, David. I appreciate that. Thank you so much.
1: Right. I
2: completely agree with everything Just uh, Dave just said. Uh, hearing some of your answers. Breath of fresh air. Uh, nothing but the best of luck for you. Keep knocking them dead, kid.
0: Awesome, Bully. Thank you so much, man.
3: Hey, everyone. Lindsey Rhodes here. And with the NFL season underway, I am thrilled to announce that my podcast, The NFL Roadshow, will be dropping three times a week. On Mondays, we're going to recap the most interesting stories to come out of the NFL weekend. Wednesdays are going to be for a bit of a deeper discussion. And on Fridays, we're going to bring you the best of my XM fantasy show with the great Michael Fabiano, Fantasy Dirt. So please, subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcasts, or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions.
1: Right. Here we are, back again, Cassie Lee, Jessica McKay, the inspiration back here. on busted open, ladies. How are you this morning?
3: We are very well. Thank you so much for having us back, mate. We loved you guys. Of course, okay. we're going to come back when you ask us.
1: Bully could come on a little strong sometimes. So I just wanted to make sure that. No, you're a softy, bully. You're a softy. <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't say that. But I, I don't. I don't come on very strong. <laughs> I, I, I was very
2: nice I was very nice to the ladies when they were on for the first time. As a matter of fact, I believe I extended the olive branch to the both of them saying that we wanted to have them on. Because we're such yeah. huge fans of them on this show.
3: And we took said olive branch and thank you very much.
1: <laughs> and I will th- I, I was not blowing smoke. Like we got some you know, you're one of the reasons. You know, we catapulted to number one right after that interview. Our social media clips went crazy. Right, Bully? I'm not blown. Like, this is the absolute truth. Uh, you're telling the
2: truth. It was a big deal for these ladies to be on the radio with me. I mean, I'm, I'm not shocked that uh, the the, the uh, uh, wrote through <laughs>
3: That's what it was, yeah.
2: <laughs> so the first question I have is the new name. How did you come up with it? Did you have any other names in mind? Was this when you heard it? Did you immediately know that this is uh, uh, the inspiration is who you wanted to be moving forward?
4: Mm -hmm. We had a couple other ideas, uh, but we were like, it just, we just didn't love it and we weren't sure that it was really us. And so um, Jess and I pull a lot of our inspiration from pop culture and, and like teen drama movies that we love. And one of them that we love is Bring It On. And there's a scene in there when what they call themselves inspiration leaders. And I was like, um, okay, I'm gonna, you know, I think that's ours now. And we'll put two eyes in front of it because it just works.
2: <laughs> how, how is the inspiration going to be different than the Iconics?
3: I think it's the perfect evolution because the Iconics were somewhat seen as a comedy tag team and nothing wrong with that we loved doing that but we never really for a brief time we got a chance to show both sides of um, competitiveness and comedy but I feel like the inspiration is taking that to a whole nother level We have full creative control from our outfits, from our hair and makeup to our entrance music that we got professionally done. Uh, We have a music video dropping, like we've gone all out and created like this whole world for the inspiration. And it's, I'm so in love with it. And I am so excited for people to see what we've come up with because it really is the evolution of the Iconics.
1: Yeah. Talk about, uh, you know, last time we spoke to you at the beginning of the summer, so much had changed for you and there was a lot of questions. You weren't sure why. But now here, the months have gone by. You're finding a home here with Impact. You're going to be at their biggest pay-per-view of the year uh, coming up. Like talk about like now where you are right here in this moment in October of 2021
4: yeah we're definitely in a better place than we were last time we spoke um now we're so we're just excited because we we know all the effort and everything that we've put into creating the inspiration and we're so freaking excited to have the platform and the stage to show the world uh you know what we can do when it's when we get to make decisions and when we get to say this is who we are and we're not told who we are um, so we're so freaking excited, bound for glory. I mean, yeah, you just don't have to wait and see. Also that music video that Jess just kind of told you about, we haven't told anyone that yet. So you're hearing it here first and it's going to be fire. Yep. Exclusive. Yes. I like
2: fire. An exclu- breaking fire. news right here on Busted Open. Breaking news. I love it. <laughs> So you've signed with Impact. You're going to debut at their biggest show of the year, which is Bound for Glory. Do you truly feel that Impact was the perfect fit for who the inspiration are?
3: 100%. Yeah. It took, like, Cass and I, we spoke about this a lot, where the possibilities were, where we could end up. And um, it, it really came down to, Impact having such an amazing tag team division, first and foremost, that's what we wanted to do. That's where we feel like we fit the best. Um, and when we made the decision to join Impact, it it just felt right. And after WWE, having that feeling of, okay, this feels really good was so important for us. Um, we've heard nothing but incredible things about Impact. Um, so we're just we're super excited to join the locker room and and just be a part of it
2: how much more emphasis are you looking to put on your actual tag team wrestling and in-ring abilities
4: i mean that is our complete focus um you know we're we're going for the women's tag team championships and uh, that's just that's been Jess's and my dream for as long as I can remember that's that's all we want we want to create this women's tag team division that is just the best and honestly I really really feel like the knockouts division is up there with the best women's division across all platforms and I'm I feel honored to be a part of that and just to be a part of the tag team division like that that means everything to Jess and I
1: all right. So let's talk about it. You're in, you know, you're coming back. You're with impact. You're in one of the main event matches at the biggest pay-per-view of the year for them this weekend, October 23rd. And you're going up against Decay, havoc and Rosemary. So talk about the matchup that we're going to see this weekend.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm so excited for us to debut on impact, but then on top of that, you've got the biggest show of the year bound for glory. And then on top of that, we're going up against Decay for the tag team titles. I mean, it's just like another level and the stakes are so high. And also there's a lot of pressure for us because I feel like we never got to showcase what we could fully do inside the ring. Um, so there's a lot of pressure on us to perform and to deliver and to, to prove to everyone what we can do. Um Decay is an incredible tag team. They hands down have the chemistry. Um, When you look at us, a lot of people see the differences, but I actually see how we're alike because we both have incredible chemistry with our tag team partner and Decay 100% will do whatever it takes to retain those titles. But Cassie and I will do whatever it takes to become the tag team champions. Um, You know, Rosemary tweeted me the other day and she's talking about biting my face off and I was like, hmm, <laughs> you've never seen this side of me but sweetheart, I'll bite your face off too to win those titles. It will smudge my lipstick and I'll be pissed off but I'll do it to make Cassie and I champions. So we we have a lot to prove but I'm so excited to just show the world what we can do.
2: Can you please really try to bite her face off? Because now that's what I'm looking forward to seeing the most.
3: Oh, I'll do it 100%, darling.
2: Can you scream out like, this is for you, bully, and then bite her face yeah. off? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm going to try my best.
1: <laughs> but you could smudge your lipstick by doing it, though. Like you just said, you don't want to smudge your lipstick.
3: I mean, it, the stakes are so high. So okay. so I would personally take that that blow of smudged lipsticks um, you know, for my team, for the inspiration.
2: Dave, wow. never underestimate a good lipstick smudging.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. I learned that. See, I learned something new. At the age of 50, I could still learn some new things. Thank you, Bully. Um, you, you said that there's a lot of
2: pressure on you um going into this match. You said you never truly got to show what both of you ladies could do. I'm, I'm assuming you meant while you're in the WWE when it comes to in-ring. Uh, wrestling and tag team wrestling. You guys haven't been in the ring in a while. Rust sets in quick. What have you been doing to get prepared for this big match at Bound for Glory?
4: Well, we haven't had a match on television in, what, five, six months, but that doesn't mean we haven't had access to a wrestling ring. My husband and Tyler Breeze have flat backs here in Orlando, so Jess and I have been able to utilize their training training um, they're coaching, we've been picking their brain, we're in the ring every single week. So it's just because we haven't been on TV, doesn't mean we haven't been having matches and been getting our reps in. Uh, we know how important that is and how quickly that ring rust can set in, like you said. And we were just not, not ready to, to not be prepared. So we've been in the ring, I promise you. <laughs>
1: Good. You know, uh, Jessica, the last time you were on, you actually broke news about you being married and had been married and keeping that a secret that this whole time, you know, what was it, did it feel good to kind of get that off your shoulders and let that out there? And, you know, or, or has it been the opposite effect for you?
3: No, it's, thank goodness. It was a massive relief because I... I've been really enjoying this time where I can let Jessica out and show people who I really am. And my husband is such a big part of my life. Um, So I still call him Snuggie. He's still kind of hidden um, from the world a little bit. I've got to leave uh, some little boundaries. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm an extremely private person, but letting people know that I'm happily married and in love to the most incredible man that I've ever met was just such a, a great way for me to get to know people and just kind of show who I really am. So it's been it's been really cool. And he, he created a Twitter account at Producer Snugs because he helps with our podcast, Off Her Chops, didn't tell us until right before we started recording. And I was like, you're what? You what? and he's just so excited he reads the tweets and he's got like almost like 3 followers he's over the moon and uh it's just been a really fun time for us and our marriage right now um you know he was one of the first people that said you know you're you've changed so much in these in these five or six months and I was like what do you mean and he's like you've just got this weight lifted off your shoulders. And he goes, I don't know if you can see that, but he goes, it's night and day difference from when you were with WWE. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then that was such a hard realization because I had put all this stress and pressure on myself, which, you know, seeps into marriage and, you know, the Mm -hmm. home that you're living in. So to have that kind of gone, it's just been such a blessing.
2: If you've never worked for the WWE, you'll never experience what true pressure is like in the world of pro wrestling because it's a level that nothing can prepare you for it. Uh, So I totally understand where you're coming from. Speaking of significant others, Cassie. Your significant other is quite an interesting man now, isn't he? Uh, (laughs) Sean Spears, the chairman, cracking people over the head with chairs, a badass, (laughs) a really great wrestler. I've put him over a bunch of times on this show. And then I tune into your social media every once in a while, and he's acting like the absolute biggest goofball. Where, (laughs) like, I, I don't know, like... Tell me about your relationship with the chairman.
4: <laughs> yes, he is. I get to see that side of him. He he is the biggest goofball and and I am as well. So put us together and If you had cameras in our house, like we're just complete goofballs. We'll do anything to make each other laugh. But then, yeah, then you see him on TV and he's making people bleed and he's a little bit of a psycho and he's really freaking good at what he does. And I am so blessed that I get to see both sides of that because nobody else does.
1: I got a question because uh, I got to meet uh, Sean and I'm a fan and I was with my wife, and my wife loves the cologne he wears. What cologne does he wear?
4: Oh, my gosh. I don't know. It's in a red you thing. You don't know. It's, just... well, it's not a cologne. He doesn't wear cologne. It's like when he gets from bloody CVS or something.
2: <laughs>
4: One CVS. <laughs> yeah.
2: On okay, <laughs> That's just his natural musk, Dave. You like the
1: smell of Sean Spears' musk? I didn't say that. I said the lovely Violetta loved the smell of his Mm. natural bloody CVS musk. No, but but honestly, and we said this the last time you're on and now we can and now we can put this to bed because now it's all about the future and what you're doing now. And it sounds like between everything you're doing, because you have the freedom to do it, you're taking advantage of all those freedoms. You you climbed the mountain the, and you stuck the flag on top of the mountain. You, you had a WrestleMania moment you won the championships at WrestleMania Bully. I mean, how many people could say that not only did they have a WrestleMania match, not only did they have a championship, but they won a championship and they did it. And if maybe you ladies don't know, in the greatest state in our country, which is New Jersey, is where you are able <laughs> to do it as well. So like, no matter what happened in that relationship or how it ended, you had the ultimate moment at the ultimate show in WrestleMania.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, and we definitely appreciate and know how, uh, like we're so grateful that we we're able to accomplish those things in our careers. That's what we strived for, that's what we worked so hard for, and no one can ever take that away from us. So we're extremely grateful and humbled by what we were able to achieve.
2: Um, you talked about being being in complete control of yourselves, your characters, what you do, what you say, what you wear. Notice that you've been out there on the uh, meet and greet circuit. How is it for the both of you being out there on your own now, getting to meet, you know, fans that are just not in the confines of the WWE universe? Yeah, it's so
4: awesome. Um, like... In WWE, everything's like done for you and you're told you're going to be here and you're going to meet so-and-so people and you've got two hours to do it and then we're going to shuffle you on. What I love is having the time to meet anyone who can make it to to the meeting group. We had one this weekend and, you know, people are driving three and a half hours to come and meet us and it is such, such an amazing feeling. Like it takes me back to when I was a kid dreaming of being a professional wrestler And I'm like, I'm living my dream and I'm not even in WWE and I'm overall happier. I'm loving the hustle that we get to do it ourselves. We get to make our own decisions. Everything's not done for you. It's just honestly the best feeling.
2: You know, when you come up in the WWE from square one, like I believe the both of you did, it can be the best thing in the world and the worst thing in the world. It can be the worst thing in the world because it does not prepare you for the quote-unquote real world outside of the WWE. You said that WWE, you know, they do everything for you. Now you have to, you know, hustle on your own. And that scares a lot of talent because they've never had to hustle on their own and they've been quote-unquote babied and coddled by the WWE. Mm -hmm. You seem to be embracing it do you share the hustle or do, do do Cassie you, do you worry about booking the shows and, and Jess, you worry about booking the flights. How does this, um this relationship now work in, you know, outside of the WWE when it comes to responsibilities?
3: Yeah. So we're actually really fortunate. We do have a manager. Um, his name is Steve and he is from Paragon talent and he has been our, like, knight in shining armour. When we were having immigration issues, he took on responsibilities to help get them resolved. He has been busting his ASS, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that word on radio, um, for us, getting us opportunities and bookings and stuff. So we're, we're a team. We, we have a, a group chat that's blowing up all day long and it's the best feeling because... All us three make decisions together, throw ideas out together, plan everything together. So we're just so lucky to have someone supporting us Um, because like you said, we were new to this world. We didn't know what to do, what to ask for, where to go. Like it was just so brand new to us. So um, having a team that we can rely on has been really helpful.
1: Uh, Are you guys still doing offer chops?
4: We are we are in our season one break right now, and that's because we signed a deal with Herd at Media, um, who, is, who has taken on Off Her Chops, and we're coming back for season two, October 28th. We are so freaking excited. Our first episode, we're going to be from Las Vegas after our championship match at Bound for Glory, uh, and we're just that's going to be our first episode. We're going to talk all about it. So yeah.
2: So one last question from me, and here comes the hard one. Uh, know, that you, know that you're signed with Impact. Know that you're going to debut at Bound for Glory, and that's great because I think it's a perfect fit for the both of you. However, if that wasn't on the table, don't worry, Jess, it won't be that hard. Um, and, you, and you did get a phone call from the WWE, and they said, come back. Would you want to go back right now?
4: No. Nah. Nope.
2: Nice. Cassie came right in there.
3: She's like, nope.
4: (laughs) See, for my mental health,
3: no. Yeah. But I would throw out an absurd amount of money just to see what happens.
4: And I joke that I would leave them on red. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Leave them on what?
4: Red. So they can see I've read it, but... I
2: leave them there. Oh, okay. I see, okay. See, we're oh, we're I old. Can... We don't. We're, we're not down with the cool yeah. terms. we <laughs> new. You knew. You knew hip chicks. We don't know this this terminology. Dave, yeah. I'm going to leave you on red. <laughs> oh
3: my gosh, I'm dead. Yeah.
1: Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producers are Gabby Laspisa and Josh Friedman. Sound designed by Neri Bayon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, Steve Cohen and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese. you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
3: The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life.